Welcome to Healthline 3. I'm Jade Belexa. You want to listen up. Dr. Jaya McSharma with Shed at Weight Loss is seeing adolescents at the clinic. She's here to tell us what we need to know about weight loss and teens. Thank you so much, Dr. Jaya, for coming on today. Thanks for having me. You look great. Oh, thank you. So do you. I love your pink. I know. We're like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Wednesday, but we're like um, the two roommates, Enid and Wednesday. Anyway, oh, yes, yeah. we, we could be them for Halloween because we, we did sure it perfectly. <laughs> we'll remember that yes. coming in October. Exactly. So tell us, what services do you provide at your clinic? So overall, um, whether you're a teen or an adult, we do provide evaluation services because the first thing that I need to know is what do you want out of life? And for some people, that's I feel happier at a certain size or a certain weight in my life. Uh, but it's, we certainly never want to get stuck on a number because our bodies are different as we get older. And so we really focus on being healthy, confident, and strong. Um, so basically, if you're an adult, we offer oral and injectable medications based on what your uh, already diagnosed health conditions are and what your goals are. And if you're an adolescent, we offer injectable medications as well as nutritional counseling, education, and support. Mm -hmm. So why should a child start weight loss medication? Let's talk about that for a little bit. I know, because it's, it's hard to think about because mm -hmm. you're like, a kid, a 12-year-old kid, you don't want to put them on medication if you can help it, right? Their bodies are still developing, their minds are still forming. Uh, you know, I have an almost four-year-old, and which is crazy to think about. Um, but you know, as parents and as caregivers, we try to do the best for our kids, and, and if that involves medication sometimes, I think it's important to listen to the options. Mm -hmm. And so, um, as we mentioned in the, in the preview, um, the American Academy of Pediatrics has recently come out um, maybe about six months ago, yes, and uh, said adolescents ages 12 to 17 could benefit from semaglutide injections. Now, semaglutide is that big um, headline-making medication that you may have seen under the brand name Ozempic or Wigovi. Uh, but basically what the American Academy of Pediatrics said is, look, what we used to do is not working because obesity is an epidemic in America and childhood obesity in particular is increasing instead of decreasing. And in Louisiana, where we have tons of amazing food to eat, you know, we're unfortunately in one of the top three states for childhood obesity, which is not a banner we want to win, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. um, so basically what they're saying is it's not just about nutritional education and move more and eat less. That approach is not working on its own. If you have a child between the ages of 12 and 17 and they're in the 90 to 95th percentile for their body weight, then maybe it's time to talk to a doctor about weight loss medication and in extreme cases surgery. Uh, now our goal is to try the medications first before a child uh, might need surgery. And again, when I say child, I do mean adolescent. I don't want you to think about a young kid, you know, but still mm -hmm, 12 mm -hmm. to 17 is still young. Um, so, you know, I want to make sure that everyone out there knows that I am doing this responsibly. You know, this isn't like a pill mill or a money making clinic in terms of like, I just n want people in the door. What I want is for parents or caregivers aunts and uncles and your child's regular doctor, their pediatrician, to all be on board before we start this process because it's an entire wellness and care team. It's not about coming to see me behind your child's doctor's back, for example, if mm -hmm. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And so would the would the dosage be the same as for an adult? I mean, because I guess an adult comes in like once a week. Yeah, so the, um, the, the way it works is uh, you take a weekly injection, whether you're an adolescent or an adult. Uh, technically, I can go to the same maximum dosage that I go to for an adult. Uh, however, I go a lot slower with the kids, a lot slower because, you know, as an adult, if I tell you to drink water and make sure that you're hydrated and moving your bowels, then it's like, okay, that's on you to make sure you're doing those things and let me know if I can help. But with a child, I feel even more responsible to make sure that I'm doing the least amount of potential risk, you know, because um, kids don't listen sometimes. So, so uh, I, I go very slowly, like we stay on the starting dose of the medication for a month or two. I make sure that the adolescent is also doing their part. So if you're not drinking the water and attending the nutritional seminars, I'm not gonna necessarily go up on your medication because what I really want to teach from an early age, and I think we can all appreciate this as adults, is getting those lifestyle modifications in and to stick as a habit is what changes the rest of your life, not just the medication itself. So um, so technically, yes, I can use the same dose of medication, but I go very, very slowly with children. Mm -hmm. So um, tell us about, we've heard that once you stop the medications, you can gain all the weight back. Has that been the experience? Yeah. Now so that you've been doing this for a while? Yeah, um, we, we have had so many people in the last month ring the bell, and uh, you get to ring the bell for anything, but especially if you come and hit your goal that we had discussed at the beginning of your visit, like uh, I had a lady reach a size six, you know, the other day, and she wanted to ring the bell. So we've, we're having lots of people ring the bell for hitting their weight loss goal, which is great. Uh, but as hard as weight loss is, maintenance is even harder, and it's even more important. Um, so I may have shared this before, but many of us gain and lose the same 10 to 20 pounds or more over and over in our lives. Uh, I'm no exception to that rule. I've probably gained and lost the same 20 pounds many times. Um, but what happens is, let's say I'm 200 pounds and I keep losing and gaining the same 20 pounds. What my body would actually prefer is that I stay at 200 pounds for five years as opposed to losing and gaining the same 20 pounds over and over over the course of five years. So what that means is your body wants you to stay at a stable weight because otherwise it gets very metabolically confused. So we help people lose weight, but then the most important part of what we do is helping people keep that weight off because if you just rebound, no one wins. Your body get con gets confused, your metabolism gets damaged, and you did all that work and spent all that money for nothing. Mm. Uh, so yes, you can absolutely have rebound weight gain once you discontinue this me these medications. That's why we have an entire visit structured around exit strategy. What are we gonna do to maintain this weight? Are, are you gonna do uh, what we need to nutritionally and lifestyle-wise, and from the medication standpoint, can we wean it very slowly down? So I have patients want to wean completely off the medication, which is great, and I have patients who wanna wean down and stay on a maintenance dose, which is also great. So it's basically, what's gonna fit in your lifestyle? How much of this can you take on yourself, and how can I support you? So uh, short answer, yep, the weight will come back if you don't have a plan, for sure. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that would be the hard part. <laughs> we don't want that. We don't yeah. want that. Yeah. And so that's why slow and steady weight loss is always the best because that's the easiest to keep off. Uh, but even if you lose something like 50 pounds over a six to eight month period, that's very rapid weight loss, believe it or not. Uh, and so you might have to fight even harder to stay at that weight. But that's why we have a nutritionist on staff, a body scan, um, a body scanner uh, in the clinic. And we also have several meal partners around the uh, community that can do meal prep for you. So we want to make sure you have all the tools in your tool belt before you graduate our clinic. What does a body scanner do? Yeah, a body scanner, uh, which most people don't like to do, but <laughs> a body scanner um, essentially gives you more information than just stepping on the scale. So you step on a giant circle uh, and grasp these handles and it very slowly rotates you around, okay, and takes multiple images of you, like thermal images. Um, and it, even if you're Heidi Klum, the image is not cute. So that's why people <laughs> don't like to do it because they're like, is that what I look like? I'm like, no, this is just an image. But what it does is it shows you not just your weight, but it also shows you your inches, your lean muscle mass, your fat percentage. And it also shows you from month to month, maybe you only lost two pounds on the scale and you're feeling uh, discouraged because of that. But you jump on the body scanner and you lost two inches in your waist which is huge. That is huge. So it, it's more information. And I know a lot of women and men don't like to look at the pictures. That's why I show them mine because it looks like a sumo wrestler like with a ponytail. It's not cute at all, <laughs> but it's just information. And, and the more information that we have about our bodies, the better. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, <laughs> so going back to, to kids and weight loss, how do you make sure patients under 18 are being safely treated? Yeah, um, you know, I just uh, we just had a huge um, a lady doctor private screening at the Robinson of the Barbie movie. That's why I'm all Barbied out today, if anybody wants to know. Um, <laughs> and I got a chance to speak with several of the pediatricians in town, and they're very concerned of over their patients potentially being on weight loss medication. Um, and they've even had patients' parents reach out to them, hey, I, I heard my kid can get this, where can I go? Um, and I think that the pediatricians, rightfully so, as, as something brand new comes out, are very leery. Like, I don't think they, some of them are comfortable with the idea of their patients being on weight loss medications. So the way I make sure that everybody is comfortable is I always make sure the parent or guardian is involved. That's number one. You know, a child or adolescent can't come in by themselves. Even if they are this close to being 18 years old, I still need your parent or guardian or whoever your caretaker is. Um, and then the second thing is that we have a, a, almost a mandatory nutritional consultation with them. So it's not about getting on the medication so you can eat your Cheetos and still lose weight. It's about getting on the medication and understanding that we need to moderate the Cheetos and drink some more water. So the nutrition is very important. Uh, and then lastly, again, like I said, with the parent's permission and with the patient's permission, I reach out to the patient's actual pediatrician so that, let's say, Dr. Petterway, one of my favorite pediatricians in town, sends a patient. I make sure that Dr. Petterway is okay with her patient being on this medication before we can proceed. Because that way, all of your caregivers are on the same page, and when your regular doctor is monitoring your lab and checking up on you, they know to look for certain side effects because they know you're on this medication. 
Um, so that's kind of, it's been very important to me to make sure that everyone in town, especially in the medical community, knows that I'm not taking this lightly. Uh, I'm doing it very seriously and with regards to the safety and consideration of the patient uh, so that we can maybe start to build a rapport and a trust with people that, okay, when you go to shed it, you know they're going to be responsible with your health care and uh, hopefully reach more and more adolescents is the goal. So you mentioned the Cheetos and that yeah. kind of stuck with me for a second. <laughs> so can you eat what you want? That's How important is the nutrition? Yeah, um, so that's, what's, that's such a great question. Um, you can eat what you want. I, I, one of the first things I tell people, because a lot of people come in and tell me that they're on keto or low carb, uh, and I'm like, I need you to eat a sandwich. Because the thing is, when you're on keto, which I've also done, um, the first time you have that sandwich or the first time you have that carb, your body's gonna get out of ketosis and the weight's gonna come back. So it's really about eating the Cheetos in moderation. Um, one of the things that we tell people, because they ask, can I drink alcohol? Can I have bread? You know, can I go to a crawfish boil and have, uh, have a beer? Yes! I want you to enjoy life. I want you to do those things. What I want you to understand is on the medication, if you eat too much of something or drink too much of something that is not good for you, your body will let you know. <laughs> like, will you get sick? You'll get sick, okay. absolutely. Uh, and not necessarily always, but you can certainly get, get very sick, nauseated, even vomiting or the other end. Um, but we warn people about that because it's really about paying attention to what your body reacts well to and what it mm -hmm. does not react well to. Uh, and what these medications do, Jade, are essentially portion control. So it's like um, what I tell people is that I could used to eat an entire gluten-free Domino's pizza with pepperoni and extra cheese so good in mm. one sitting but on the medication after two p slices of pizza if I truly pay attention to my body I'm full and that's what the medication is teaching you portion control and also paying attention to what foods make you feel good and what foods don't okay yeah good to know and tell us how important it is to to know who your doctor is and, yeah. and all that good stuff because you talk about working together. Yeah, well, um, the thing is with these medications, um, there's a lot of online clinics popping up. And so I understand that people need affordability and they need convenience. I mean, who doesn't? If I can order something on Amazon without going to the store for it, I'm gonna do it, mm -hmm. right? So it's the same with a lot of these online telehealth clinics um, where you can just sign up online, get the medication shipped to your front door and do it yourself. The problem is what I see with a lot of these clinics is that people don't even know who their doctor is. And so if you don't know who your doctor is, um, then how can you ask them a question? How can you understand what their philosophy is, right? Um, but at Shed It, thank you so much for the image where you can contact us here at Shed It on Shed Road. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. You can email us, you can call us, and we have a website. Uh, we're very transparent about who our staff is, who our providers are, and who your doctor and nurse practitioner are. Uh, so I am the medical director, Jay McSharma, and you can, you can read where I trained right here at LSU Health Sciences Center in Shreveport. Uh, you can find our nurse practitioner, Megan Young. You can see where she trained and, and, and where she's from. Um, and so that's the number one question I tell people when you're, when you're doing something for your health and your wellness, you've got to know who your doctor is and what they stand for. Makes a difference. Absolutely. We have Gija on the phone. Hello, Gija. What's your question for Dr. Jaya? It's Dr. Jaya, I'm five months pregnant. Congratulations. 
We're so happy for We're you. We're happy for you. Jesus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you may not be feeling I'm great right now, but I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching you right now. And um, you got the pink glasses on with blue hair. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know what I'm having yet. I'm not seeing you. Put it up Well, I'm trying to get pregnant too, so send me some of your baby dust, Deidre. Oh, I love that. What's your question? Yeah, my question is Is my baby okay until I get to the doctor? Because uh, it barely moves in my stomach. So I'm trying to see should I be concerned about it or not? Were you uh, on the semaglutide or the trisepatide? No, none of that. Okay. Was there any medic? Uh -huh. Go ahead. Sorry. Was there a reason that you were concerned that your baby not might not be okay? Oh, she's gone. Okay. Uh, well, Deidre, if you want to talk more, um, call me at our clinic. I'd be happy to chat with you. 318-746-3880 or um, if you want to call back. Uh, but it is a good question about just pregnancy in general. Um, so. It, it's, it's strange because semaglutide, which is Ozempic or Wigovi, is actually a treatment for infertility in women with PCOS. Mm -hmm. So it can actually help you get pregnant. Really? Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and we've had actually several women get pregnant while on the injection, whether it's because their bodies are metabolically healthier, they're losing weight, and it's helping prepare their bodies to carry a child. Um, but as of now, there is no recommendation for continuing the medication once you get pregnant. Um, I do have some friends in the OBGYN world who theoretically and off the record think that it's probably okay uh, to continue the medication even through pregnancy and breastfeeding, but there's no clinical data or studies to prove that. So officially the recommendation if you're on one of these medications is to notify your doctor immediately and to get off the medication until we know more. Okay. Um, but that's, yeah, it's, it's crazy because if you're a woman with PCOS, this can actually help you get pregnant. Um, unfortunately, insurance companies have not yet like approved that as a reason to get on the medicine because uh, insurance companies are terrible and healthcare is moving away from them because we all hate them. But um, you can come to our clinic if you have PCOS and we will treat you with the semaglutide uh, even if it's for fertility issues. Uh, again, working with your OBGYN in conjunction. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that is very interesting. Well, thank you so much for calling, Deidre. We appreciate you. Um, so let's talk about the length of treatment for children, for adults. Yes. How, how long is, is someone on the injection? Yeah. How often? Um, I, I, we were talking, I guess, weekly. Um, I mean, does this go on for months or, or yeah. how often? You know, depending on how much or weight how you long. have to lose, um, I kind of ballpark it, but understanding that um, it's really hard to predict, you know, the course of treatment. So in general, um, most people on average have about 30 pounds to lose that come to see us. And uh, I certainly had that much or more to lose when I began. And so I always tell people to mentally and financially prepare to be with us for a minimum of six to nine months. If you can stay on the medication for a year, it actually is a huge healing modality for your metabolism to where it actually will work better than when you started the medication, even once you get off. Um, but I would say, depending on the weight, depending on the amount of weight you have to lose, um, a minimum of six months, 
all the way to a year or longer. Um, because it, it will take time for us to get your body used to the medication, find out what dose works for you, and then once you hit your goal weight, like we talked about earlier, you can't just stop it. I need time to safely get you off the medication and make sure you've got a good exit strategy and plan. So, yeah, uh, I think that can be off-putting for some people at the beginning, but that I never want someone to come in and think that they're only gonna take one to three months of the medication because we that's just not enough time for us to do what we need to do with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so tell us a little bit about, um, are there any like huge side effects that people need to know about? I yes, mean oh my God, yes. Uh, so the top two side effects are nausea and fatigue. Um, the number one side effect apart from those two is constipation and I know uh, do you remember that book, Everybody Poops? It's like for kids. Yes. Okay, yeah. So like I literally talk about poop with you. I mean, not you. I can if you want me to. <laughs> but for like 20 minutes because, um, and people think I'm joking, but it is so important. Your bowel movements are so important. So because you got to take something with it. I mean, you got to make sure you have something in your system. The first question. Some fiber. Exactly. The first question that I ask people is, you know, before you start the medication right now, do you go every day? Because I, I need you to be regular with your bowel movements. So that's why uh, we talked about the PGX. I don't know if we have that image yes. uh, that could pop up. The PGX is probably one of my favorite daily fiber supplements. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have weight to lose, a daily fiber supplement is very good is a very good habit to uh, to start because it's heart healthy it helps eliminate more toxins and waste from your gut uh, and I think pretty much every scientific breakthrough <laughs> that we have is that gut health is, is body health yes so um, even if you don't have weight to lose this is great if you do have weight to lose if this is all you did was the PGX, you can still lose 11% per month when used correctly. And what I mean by that is drink a ton of water. So- um, How much water are we talking? Right. So <laughs> like 64 ounces minimum. Okay. Which is about four regular sized bottles. Yeah, so, so I was just counting that up Yeah, in my head. so four of these bottles per day. If you're lucky enough, you can get a KTVS brand one. Oh yeah. We love KTVS. Thank you, Eddie Norris. <laughs> um, up to 90 ounces a day. Now, um, this is another thing that I wanna make sure that people know. I don't know if you saw on the news that woman recently died from drinking too much water and I a lot of people got that. freaked out the water by that. toxicity. Yes, so um, that is actually possible. And so what I wanna tell people out there in Louisiana with our triple digit weather is that when you're outside and sweating, you're not just losing water, you're losing electrolytes. So if you're replenishing from sweating and being in the heat, you don't want just water. You want something like a sugar-free Gatorade or a Powerade or a vitamin water because you need to put sodium and potassium along with water back into your body. Uh, and so what happened with that woman is that she drank so much water that her sodium level was too low, which is called hyponatremia. Um, and that can affect your brain's ability to function and it's a life-threatening emergency in her case she didn't survive, uh, which is horrible. Um, so it's really important that hydration is the right kind of hydration. So in general, four bottles of water a day, if you're outside, if you're in the south, if you're sweating, make sure your hydration also has electrolytes in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if you can just drink 64 ounces of water a day and take a daily fiber supplement, you can start losing weight without coming to see me. You know, um, so you had asked about the side effects. That's how I got off on that tangent. But uh, so nausea, fatigue, and constipation are really the top side effects. Um, 
the dangerous ones are that uh, about 4% of people can develop pancreatitis, which is an inflammation of the pancreas that can be quite painful. So we warn people if you develop any abdominal pain, uh, please go to the nearest urgent care or emergency room. And also um, there's another study that came out uh, that, I mean, I know that news papers have to put sensationalist headlines out there to get people to buy papers or click on their website. But there was another article that came out that said Ozempic could paralyze your stomach. I mean, they're so dramatic. Um, yes, Ozempic can paralyze your stomach because it is designed to slow food down as you're going through the stomach. So literally one of the ways that Ozempic works uh, or that semaglutide works is by slowing down how quickly your stomach empties. So in this case, we know that. So if you're someone who has issues with that already, you should not be on the mm. medication. So anybody who has taken the medication and developed the stomach paralysis, Again, this goes back to who's your doctor? What's their philosophy? Are they doing a thorough history and physical exam on you? Because if they're not, and you're just being treated by someone online who doesn't know your health history, that's where dangerous things like this can happen. And um, I'm happy to boast, and I hope we can keep this uh, true, that we've had zero patients from our clinic be admitted to the hospital because of side effects, because we are so careful about the education. So. Um, it matters, you know, well, the yeah, education and, matters. And that's the benefit of, of having you and a whole staff and, right. and being close to your doctors, yeah. your providers out there who yeah. who check you out exactly. and do recommendations and yeah, not just going online and, no, and just it, getting the stuff and not knowing. Exactly. I mean, I think this is one case where you really want to be able to have a brick and mortar location where you can stop by and see a medical provider in person. Mm -hmm. Because when things are going wrong and you're scared, you've got to know your doctors in town, mm -hmm. right? And can help and knows the other doctors in town to be able to help you. The online services, as much as I appreciate them being able to reach people who may not you know, be able to see a doctor in person. I just think that the field of medicine is so new right now that it's too dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, it, it's a big deal. Um, and you wanna be able to do it with someone who can safely guide you. Can we look at the before and after pictures? Love yes, to see those. Yeah, absolutely. I think we have some. Um, and uh, we're, oh, okay, so this is a Robin. She's amazing. And so uh, this is actually, uh, she sent me her updated headshot. Um, and so she didn't start with us in October of 2020, but this picture is from there. Um, she started with us about six months prior to her new headshot. Okay. Uh, but that's where she was. And, and you can just see, it's not about the weight, it's about your body too, because you can see how her face um, like has kind of slimmed down yeah. and she's uh, always had a beautiful smile, but you get to see even more of it now. Uh, and so she's been one of our success stories and actually uh, no injectable medications for her. It was all through oral medication. And so really? that is one success story that we can say that we do have very popular oral medications that are affordable and effective. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is Kristen. She's a local boutique owner. Uh, this is within the span of about three months. Um, and I like this picture uh, because she's actually wearing the same set of pants. And so you can kind of, you can see the ridges and the looseness on the second picture, uh, how much she's lost in terms of her inches. And uh, this was on semaglutide. And so okay. she did low dose semaglutide and we took, uh, carefully titrated her up and she lost about 30 pounds in three to four months. And um, she has kept it off.
That's which amazing. is great. Yeah. How does she do it? Does she exercise? Yes. So uh, actually, she's my workout partner. Oh, <laughs> so really? That's how I know she works okay. out because I literally won't go to the gym unless she picks me up. Um, but yeah, so she's working out about two to three times a week and then drinking water. But you know, uh, one of the best parts about this medication is that I've had multiple patients go on vacation, not gain weight, and come back and be able to and continue. And see, that's it. hard. The vacations are. That's a win. Uh, this is Lashonda. So Lashonda is actually our clinic manager, uh, both at shed it and uh, can of care which is next door so we need to update this actually so she lost 43 pounds she's actually lost 72 pounds no since way. we started yeah, in we gotta one get up year i need to um so she uh went down um from a size 22 to a size 18 now she's in a 14 um so and that's from august to august a loss of 72 pounds and so that's what i also tell people you know we all want to lose weight quickly i get it we're ready to feel good we're ready to like you know go to our high school reunions and just blow everyone out of the mm -hmm. water right but 72 pounds in a year is actually a very safe rate you know and but and also still a huge difference uh, my first three months on the medication i didn't lose any any weight hardly like maybe four to five pounds but i went down two pant sizes so non-scale victories are just important as the scale victories and uh, i'm just grateful that our patients and uh my staff members let me take pictures of them uh, <laughs> and put them on the internet and tv for everybody to see <laughs> yes yeah. thank you guys so much because <laughs> it makes a difference to see it for yourself absolutely see the visuals okay so tell us how people can schedule an appointment with you yes yeah that's the most important part right uh, so we're located on shed road so that's why we are shed it on shed road our brilliant uh, clinic owner arena came up with that um, so you can book with us uh, by calling 318-746-3880 but uh, in case you can't get through us uh, to us on the phone lines you can also email your name date of birth and what you're interested in to info at shedit.com um, of course, come see us in person. And then we have everything on our website from the medication to how much they cost to our nutritional consultations. It is very important to both me as medical director and to Arena Hoskatis as clinic owner that we are always, always, always transparent about our pricing. Because okay. it's like kind of going to a restaurant and saying, I'll have the special of the day and not knowing how much it's going to be. So we, we never want to have hidden fees or hidden prices. Everything that we put on our website is what we charge. Um, and, and that's very important to us that you know up front what it costs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everybody, check it out. And Dr. Jaya, we so appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, and, so and fun. sharing all this information. It's so fun to have you on. I love the pink. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I should have wore pink to match. No, this is good. We're complimenting. Maybe yeah. next time we'll do it. We got a little balance here, guys. Yes, I agree. <laughs> right. Well, thank you all for watching Healthline 3. We have another Healthline tomorrow, so make sure you stay tuned. And again, all the information we have on our website, ktbs.com. And if you missed this edition or want to see it again, make sure you go to our website too, ktbs.com. Have a great day and stay healthy. Bye, Barbies. <laughs>